Welcome back to the BTS Happy Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea. With me, as always, is Morgan. Hey, what's up? Big Hit has released the track list for B on November 10th. So there's eight songs on there. Uh, one is Dynamite, so that ended up being on the album, looks like. But I'm looking at this list, and one thing really stood out to me, and I'm sure you noticed the same thing. Where's Young Gods? <laughs> right, so... <laughs> I guess that was uh, <laughs> not accurate. It didn't happen. It didn't turn out to be true, unfortunately. <laughs> well, do you know that there's no Ariana Grande co- collaboration? Is that confirmed? No. You just I mean, have a title list. Yeah, track list, right? we just have the song titles. Well, maybe they changed the title. One can hope. Oh, that's possible. Right. I, I didn't consider the that. You could still be vindicated if it turns out that she's involved somehow. I did think of a couple of reasons why it wouldn't be here just in any mm-hmm. form number one maybe that song that they're working on with her is not finished we know sometimes it takes a long time for bts to do a song especially collaboration with a mm-hmm. western artist just with all the changes they make and like the language differences and stuff like that and they have a lot of rewrites apparently as part of their process it could be that they did do the song and it's done and it's great, but the style of it just doesn't fit with this album. Yeah. It still makes me wonder why, how did it end up on Genius and looking official and all that? <laughs> I don't, can can anyone just add stuff to Genius? I guess that would explain it, but it doesn't strike me as that kind of a platform. I don't think so. You have to be registered as some kind of contributor and I don't think they just let anybody sign up for that. Right. You got screenshots of it, right? So th- there's documentation. It's not just your imagination. Yeah. Okay. If we can assume that there's some veracity with whatever you see on Genius, meaning it's just not any old person posting whatever they want or baseless rumors, I think there has to be something to it. I don't know. I have not ruled it out uh, yet. I think it could still happen. Yeah, I don't know. Although, I guess you only need to be officially able to contribute to Genius. They're not going to verify that anything you upload is accurate right you just have to be an approved person yeah let's say you're just approved for whatever reason you're in the industry or you're a songwriter or whatever it is you are i don't know you just decided to prank people or troll or something and just upload that right maybe that's what happened maybe you're a very low level songwriter yeah and you just decided to upload this false thing maybe perhaps we should have investigated (laughs) what actually goes into who can upload to genius because that would say a lot Right. Well, that's unfortunate, but you don't know what the collaborations are on this, right? Well, that was my other reason for maybe why the song isn't on this album. is because maybe they decided, let's just focus on these seven guys. It's going to be that type of album where no collabs. It's going to be... No, I don't think that would be... Because if they went to the trouble to do it, I, I feel like they would have put it out there. I just think if they have a song with Ariana Grande and it's on a album that has only eight songs... That might be too distracting for people. Like th- everyone's going to focus on that one song and it might not mm. even be the the title song or the one that they want everybody to look at. It's like they want you to look at the whole work with eight songs all together, not just like, oh, yeah, everybody. Maybe it's for a later album. Yeah, I think it would make sense if it was for just some single that's later on or yeah. just another type of album that has like, you know. Normally I would say there's no way you hold back songs for a next album, but. They release things so often that it's possible. Yeah, they could yeah. 
have the whole nother album probably right. like February, March, right. whatever, so. like pretty soon for all we know. So. Yeah, I think that's possible. But at the same time, you have to maybe maybe accept that you were just uh, bamboozled. <laughs> so it could be that this was just completely made up by somebody. Or it could be this is a real song and it just accidentally got leaked right. somehow. We'll have, to, we'll have to wait. But for now, you look wrong. It's okay. <laughs> well, I'm okay with it because I don't, I, don't, I don't like Ariana Grande anyway. So although it would be a gr- good collaboration for them. They've been saying like, oh, this album's going to be chill and laid back. And from the pictures and things that they've released, it kind of seems like that's going to be more introspective or acoustic or like singer songwriter, that kind of Hmm. vibe. So maybe this, I don't feel like a song Ariana Grande would be like that. So maybe they're just saving that for later time. That's not acoustic. Yeah, but they put it at the end. So it's like, oh, let's have Hmm. an uplifting thing at the end, I think. Hmm, Got it. Because I feel like this whole album is trying to be summarize the whole mm-hmm. people's emotions about the pandemic and the feelings you had of like loneliness and all that stuff and oh. feeling hopeless. So I think it's not going to be depressing so much as just like more chill and more okay. not like, you know, dance beats and stuff sure. like that, you know. So I think this song could possibly exist at some point in the future and maybe they're just not right. even done with it. So that's my thoughts on that so they released the eight songs and can't really tell a whole lot from that but no there's nothing really to say about a track <laughs> list there's just names it could it could be anything yeah and the concept pictures that they released now we've seen all of the ones for each member and they all had a very different and unique type of room that they had each curated so that was all very interesting to look at i had my theory of how Maybe that'll play into the Life Goes On video because that seems like a type of video that they would be able to make. Yeah, I have no theories. You know, I don't really like theories that much. There's only a couple of videos where I said, oh, I think my theory is of what's going on is this. But the uh, the photos look nice. I like the interior design of these photos. Mm-hmm. It did seem very tailored to each person. Like, I mean, I'm sure they have stylists and the, those people probably decided a lot of this, but it did fit each member like what they are all about rm's had a like nature and very like calming type of things in his room and jungkook had like a dark room with speakers and soundproofing tiles like he's making music all the time so they had a lot of and and v likes french very fancy room and he plays a violin i don't think that does that fit him (laughs) well he does know how to play or he knows how to play the violin well i I don't know if he knows how to play, but I saw like one clip of him playing once. So Oh, well, I mean, we'll take that for what it's worth. <laughs> he knows how to play enough for one song, right. I guess. Uh, I mean, it's better than I can do. I couldn't even fake that much. Now, Jin's room looks terrible. It looks like uh, it's all white. Yeah, I wonder... It doesn't look like I uh, would want to be in there for a single second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, J-Hope had a very colorful room. That definitely fit him well. He has shoes in, in there, too. Yeah. You shouldn't put your shoes out like that. <laughs> should put them in a... If you're a shoe geek, you would put them in little plastic clear containers. Do they need to be protected from air and... Uh... I don't know that they need to be protected, but that way you can stack them. I see. I don't I don't think uh, athletic shoes are th- that precious. Although some people, some people think they are. Collectors and such. You know, randomly, I saw today that um, Megan Thee Stallion decided to release her album on 
November 20th, which is the same day as B is going to come out. So, uh-huh. I mean, that's... They're not really competing. That's a very different genre, but I yeah. guess she's not feeling threatened or anything by just releasing yeah, I don't it. think she knows. <laughs> I don't think she would... She knows is, her... Is BTS not on her radar? I'm not sure it's even her decision, is it? Oh, that's true. It wouldn't be her decision. But I think it's weird that the West, they don't give their fans much time to, like, prepare for an album coming out. Like, she's saying this, like, eight days before it comes out. It's like, oh, by the way, I have an album coming out. What about, you need to give people advance warning so you can, they know when to stream your video and all that and try to break records. Yeah, maybe. You know what? I don't, I don't think they care about records that much. I'll, I'll bring you back to Taylor Wait. Swift again. Did she have some sort of buildup or encourage her fans to stream it a lot? She just like, whoever streams it, streams it. And she just well, relied on her popularity to carry it. Not for Folklore. That one was just a surprise album. But for others, she seems to follow... More of a, a K-pop model? Yeah, where there's a lot of advanced warning and like teasers and mm. things like that. And I see. people know the date well ahead of time. But like Ariana Grande only gave her fans like two weeks or well, something. Well, here's the thing. I think that in the in the West, people don't want to hear from you until you have music to show for. They're not interested until you have product to show them. It's just a mentality of the the consumer, I believe. Right? If you if you you're constantly talking to them about oh, I have this thing coming up, they'll say, "Okay, let's hear it." Nah, it's not coming out yet. Then why are you talking to me right now? Come back to me when you have music and I can hear your music and decide whether it's good or bad. Right? I think that may be the more the mentality of a Western consumer. So right. it just fits the mentality of the consumer. Like they're not patient. Like they just want to hear what you have. They want to hear what you have and hear if it's good. Whereas I, I believe with K-pop, and this is not throwing any shade, but I, I, I don't think that in K-pop fans are overly concerned with how good the music is. They've come, they come out to support their favorites. Well, I think they like the anticipation. They like getting little bits of information and yeah. looking forward to it. But you can see how advanced notice is useful if people don't need to hear whether the music is good or not. They just, they know, oh, you're coming out with something else? Well, we're, let's gear up and we'll support you. Mm-hmm. Whereas I, I think in the West, a larger percentage of people say, well, let's wait in here and see if it's any good. Right. I'm not just going to support you because of your name and I'm your fan. Right. And I think a lot of people who say they're a fan of a person, they just like that person's music consistently over a course of time. But if that person's music didn't meet their expectations... They would very quickly stop being fans. I, I really, I think that is like the mindset of a large percentage of U.S. consumers. Yeah, they're not as loyal. No, and I don't think that's good or bad thing. Right. That's just yeah. like they move on. If right. oh, I don't like, like your current I album, I'm not I guess I don't like, really. You don't have to be. You don't have to be loyal to this person. You don't know them. Right. But I know? mean, yeah, loyal as in, will you always support this person? They would. Right. They won't always. So if yeah, so for K-pop artists i think you have your core fans and they will support you almost no matter what so it is useful to tell them hey this album is coming up so they get excited they buy it whereas western artists have to show you whether it's good or to show you what's in it and then if people like it then they'll support you but it's useless really to talk about it until you can show them something i think that's the difference and it's neither good or bad on November 10th, Big Hit Labels announced on Weverse that they're going to have a 2021 New Year's Eve live concert on Weverse, which is going to be both an online and offline concert. 
and they revealed the lineup over a couple of days. It's going to have New West, G-Friend, and Hypen, which is the new group from Island, TXT, Lee Hyun, Bum Zoo. I don't know who that is, but I guess that's a big hit group, and BTS. 17 is under big hit labels, but I guess they have a, some other commitment and they can't do this concert. So I wasn't expecting that. I've never seen a label do their own New Year's Eve concert. So that's pretty, pretty new. Well, they feel confident, I guess. I mean, why shouldn't they feel confident? BTS can sell things on their own. So why wouldn't the entire label be able to sell? It costs money, right? Or does it not cost money? It's not clear yet if the online watching it online is going to cost money mm. or not. We just know it's uh, going to be on Weverse and it's going to have in-person tickets but those ones will for sure cost money i would imagine they should try to air it for free and monetize it some other way because the other groups are on it and i would imagine they want to sort of pump up those other groups yeah that's i think that so is some of the purpose they of would this. want the audience to be as large as possible i would i would assume especially in hyphen like this right. was going to be the first time or one of the first times right. they're going to perform so. so part of what's in it for them is to get more eyeballs on some of these other uh, some of their other acts and you don't do that by charging money that obviously reduces the number of eyeballs it is new year's eve so there's plenty of competing product oh, for yeah. eyeballs that's true it's not just on a saturday at some time so if they want people to come in and look at their other acts their new acts it's got to be free and they'll throw in some bts in there just to you know make it attractive to people yeah, they they need to have that right. that one big act right. on so, there. So yeah, I think it probably would be free with some ads or something, sponsors. But as far as competing shows, the fact that this will be in Korea and there's time difference, that tells me that maybe BTS is still open to doing the other New Year's Eve shows because they could just do it at the, you know, if they did New Year's Rock and Eve again, but remote, they could still do that. Yeah. So covid kind of works out <laughs> this time they they yeah, the good might... news is that uh there's a big time difference so they can easily do two yeah and um you were talking about competing shows which brings up the point about the mbc gaio concert which i guess is they normally have that on new year's eve too and bts sometimes performed at that in the past but they didn't last year because, as we know, they did New Year's Rock and Eve and they had to go all the way to New York to do that. So they couldn't do this show. And mm -hmm. apparently that NBC or this channel or whatever, they have a big grudge against Big Hit now all because of that. It's like, OK, well, BTS can't be in two places at once. So sorry they couldn't do their concert. And ever since then, they've been shunning big hit artists like i think g friend was supposed to be there and some other time and they got like uninvited or i don't know there's all sorts of things going on there and it's like well i don't understand the point of this channel being angry and well you don't know i don't know <laughs> what are the, why are they angry i don't know because bts wouldn't perform at their concert okay so they've been punishing the other all the other big hit artists all year okay, from being on their shows yeah and um, so uh, since then, Big Hit has kind of like not been attending their, you know, they have they have their own music show. I don't know which one, but there's multiple music shows. There's like seven of them. Yeah. So it's like none of the Big Hit artists have been mm -hmm. to them. 
been to those and performed there in a while. So I guess this is uh, on the on the big hit side. Now they're having their their New Year's Eve concert kind of competing, and so I guess that's not going to resolve this whole issue then because they'll just continue to be mad at each other. So there's plenty of a uh, audience out there for everybody. I know. Yeah, and big hit is big enough that it's like, well, we we'll just do our own concert. We'll do our own shows. BTS is its own industry. They 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 don't have to play ball with anybody. Yeah. And it's like, okay, if that channel, they're going to be like butthurt about it. It's like, you're just hurting yourself. So, I mean, they could have had some of the other artists there, like TXT or whoever, and been okay with it. But since they want to like punish everybody, I don't know like where where that comes from, but it's just like... Oh, who cares? I don't know. They had a grudge and they, they can't let go. So... Uh, we'll see what happens with like ratings or whatever and see yeah, who I was think right. Be free. Everyone can watch. Yeah. And the good thing is the BTS new album and maybe some of these other artists have new music coming out too. And so maybe we'll hear one of the new songs at this concert. Also, speaking of concerts, I just heard today that at the Super Bowl, they picked as the as a halftime show The weekend. Oh, terrible. I was like, wow, that's a terrible choice. <laughs> well, you won't be satisfied until they pick BTS, correct? I mean, there's just a lot of... <laughs> that would be the ideal, but there's like so many other better choices. Like, I don't understand. I mean, at this point, why why not? They're not a small act or anything like that. But here's the problem. The NFL was really demanding. Sometimes, like I remember... Was it Katy Perry or something? Yeah, yeah. They asked her to perform, but they said... Well, you need to pay us. Well, I need to pay you. I'm the one working. <laughs> or something. It was maybe it wasn't her because she did perform at the Super Bowl, but she, she didn't. But somebody said they they asked their label or the artist, well, the, the the label to pay the NFL for the honor of performing at that time, which I guess you could argue is somewhat justifiable because the exposure is amazing, right? Yeah. But at the same time, it's pretty weak. At the very least, you could just say, "Come and play for free." Does the NFL at least cover the expenses of the artists? They bring all their people and they set up a stage like that. Of course, all- they cover the expenses. Okay, well, so they just don't pay a fee for the performing, is what it is. Um, not only do they not pay, apparently they ask some people for money. That's crazy. And some people have said no, <laughs> it's not worth it to me. But apparently, the the weekends label was okay with it, or they didn't ask the weekends label. I but think- they should have because I think that. He's not a great artist for... He doesn't dance. He doesn't really do anything. Uh, like. Yeah, what's exciting about his music and what, what fits into a halftime show? I watched him perform one song at the VMAs yeah. and it, it got boring. It's like, how's he going to do, what is it, like 22 minutes or something? I think about the acts that people pretty much universally thought were good at the Super Bowl. People, Most people say Bruno Mars was good. Most people say Prince was good. But what's the commonality there? They have really upbeat music that puts on a good show and has a lot of energy. And their performances have a lot of energy. I don't know. I, I have to admit that I'm not a huge Weekend fan, but are his performances like that? No, he, I don't it, believe so. He's more of a ballad guy. That's yeah. not a halftime show music. No. And even if he were part of a, a roster of people, it's still not good. Even if he's part of one of three acts. And we're getting dragged down by this one act. I also I will assume that he's not the only one. They wouldn't even let J Lo go by herself. Well, I agree with that. J Lo's not a big enough act to carry it herself. 
I think only Prince was alone, right? Yeah. But he's a big enough act. No, The Weeknd is a terrible choice. Just have BTS. And another thing, you don't even have to uh, have other acts. Yeah. They could easily do 15 minutes of high energy performance. Yeah, they could do that. No problem. Either the Super Bowl doesn't think that that's the right... Like, they don't know about K-pop enough. They don't trust it, I guess, that yeah. Americans will watch right. it. Or maybe they tried. They put some feelers out there and BTS is like, um, we're not going to work for free. Or or pay. Like yeah. I was saying, or pay. They're probably like, hell no. I mean, look at how long it took for BTS to work with the whole payola system. And we don't know for a fact that they even have to this point. But I don't know. I imagine that they're not used to the various expectations of the way things work here. Which I don't blame them. But... Yeah, that's dumb that the that the NFL wants you to pay to perform. And what, what can I say? They should have gotten B- BTS, at least as one of the acts. So a clip from Blackpink's reality show is trending in China. Let's see, it shows them going to Everland theme park and zoo to spend time with giant pandas. And this is in Korea. And they got to hold a three-month-old cub. And this, I guess, enraged people in China they think that the Blackpink is putting the baby panda in danger because of how they're handling. I guess they're not doing all the precautions of, you know, they, they shouldn't be in close contact and they're wearing makeup and perfume. And they also have, they know Blackpink has pets at home and mm-hmm. apparently you're supposed to be, you know, super careful and not transmit germs right, from right. other animals to the pandas so this made people angry in china even though these are pandas that are in korea so i don't know why you're getting so well the chinese (laughs) own the pandas still they do own them but Mm -hmm. it's it's like oh you're getting angry about pandas is like not even in your country and like i'm sure they were careful it's not like they're trying to make them sick or anything it's like i mean the zoo has uh, uh we would assume experts on this who would tell people how to behave right yeah they would uh, give them protective gear, I would assume. You know. Anyway, this just brings up. Ugh, I, this, this is going to happen so much more. Why? Why? Why are the Chinese so sensitive to everything? This is this is going to be a recurring theme. Okay. It's just it's just really tiresome. First of all, I I wouldn't assume that tons of Chinese. Were, we talked about this before. It may seem like tons of Chinese people are irritated by this and have bad takes about this but that may just be a function of the fact that there's lots of people in the country and that means lots of people will have any sort of take right but uh, let's assume that it is a pretty common criticism that they had just get over it here's what i would say to you maybe they maybe the treatment of the baby pandas wasn't ideal okay maybe they didn't take every single precaution but well i mean i i could say that those pandas were probably treated better than for instance, protesters at Tiananmen Square, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, your country's government has never apologized for. So right. what I'm trying to say is don't throw stones. People in China like to throw a lot of stones. You're not in the position to do that. And here's another question. Why are pandas so precious? Why are, why are they so defensive about them? They're endangered. They're endangered. Okay. Yeah. One. There's not too many of them. Then they're kind of associated with China. Yeah. And it's sort of, you know, it was one of the symbols of china yeah right china thinks they own the concept of pandas though well i mean most pandas do come from china to be fair i mean some were in vietnam for a while i don't think there are any there anymore but well they're endangered let's go back to that they're endangered 
Yeah. That's why you're so sensitive about that. Americans aren't sensitive about the treatment of turkeys, even though turkeys are very American. But there's tons of them, so we don't care if you eat them. And in fact, every Thanksgiving we eat millions of them, right?、Mm-hmm. Well, because they're because they're not endangered. Yeah. If they were endangered, we might feel differently about it. But in fact, pandas are endangered, so it's understandable that the Chinese are they feel sensitive about you know their safety and preserving them. Okay, fair enough. But let me ask you this: Why are they endangered? Well, I mean, if they're they live in China, it must be something that they're doing. They're like chopping in their. They are、habitats. endangered due to two reasons: deforestation and poaching.、Mm. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. It's not foreigners who are responsible for deforestation and poaching in China.、Uh, it sounds like China.、Is. It sounds like China is responsible for them being endangered. So why don't you take a gigantic mirror, okay? Look in it and yell at it, all right? Because that's what I'm saying. You are the reason why you're so sensitive. You're at fault for why pandas are in danger. Well, I think they just got then they're not in danger anymore. They just escaped that classification. But the point stands. They are close to it and have been endangered for a while. And they've only been endangered since the '80s, the '70s, the '80s, and '90s, something like that. Okay. It's not like they were endangered in 1910 or something when you could blame the British or some colonial power. All right, they became endangered when Chinese were in control of China. So you have yourself to blame. So <laughs> kindly point your finger at your own government and yell at them. But oh, I know you can't because you can't say anything about your own government now, can you? Oh, okay, that's right. But you can get on and、uh, say bad things about Blackpink, even though. Probably nothing happened to those pandas. They took plenty of precautions. I saw them wearing protective gear. They didn't kill any of them. I'm almost sure of that. But you know who did kill a lot of pandas, almost to the point of extinction? Chinese. Now, in fairness, the the pandas don't help you out at all because they 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 don't seem like they don't reproduce very well. They like once every like four years or something. It seems like they almost want to go extinct. But that's neither here nor there. It seems awfully hypocritical. Your people and your government killed all these. Now I don't know why you killed them. Probably for some dumb reason, like people think like、uh, panda glands are like an aphrodisiac or something. I don't know why the hell you killed them. Okay, but you did. All right, and you, deforestation was another thing. You did that too. Now I'm not. I'm not. I'm not one of these people who just thinks that. Oh man, you should never do things that harm natural habitats or wildlife ever, ever, ever. Like no, sometimes you know it's just. Pragmatically speaking, humans have to do things, and certain animal species will have to suffer. But I'm not going to go unload all of my、uh, how whatever I'm upset about on four Korean girls who actually didn't do anything. Three Korean girls and one Thai girl. But I'm not going to unload on them when your country is the reason why the panda population is such a sensitive topic to begin with. China never takes any accountability for anything. No, no, I won't go that far. There's lots of people there, but generally, no. I do believe that's true. You're making yourself look dumb. They're your national treasure. They're your symbol. So why are they endangered? Did you like walk yourself through the process of this argument before getting online and complaining about how other people are tre- treating your national treasure? You're not respecting it enough. Don't you know how rare they are? Oh, why are they so rare? Please educate me. Well, what are you gonna say? In 1985, Ronald Reagan had some sort of master plan to kill lots of pandas. Why? To just spite China and hurt its world standing, or something, where it's not your fault. It is your fault. It is your fault. The pandas are endangered in the first place, 
And if they weren't endangered, they would be like turkeys, and you wouldn't even have this discussion about four girls just uh, hugging them at a zoo. They're not even killing them. They're just hugging them. I'm glad this happened because this this shows you everything in a nutshell that fervently nationalist Chinese people are like, in my my view, okay? The other thing that shows it in a nutshell is that YouTube video of people. There's this guy playing a video game. It's a white American guy. And he's playing a video game and he's playing with Chinese people and he just says Taiwan number one. And then the Chinese guy on the other end just starts screaming in anger. <laughs> like, like he's going to stop this this guy who's clearly just trying to trigger he's you. He's just trolling. Right? He's not Taiwanese. He's an American. And just saying Taiwan number one triggers you that much and incenses you and puts you into a rage. That's how I view China. Okay, I know that's unfair because there's a billion people. But every single time they have a good number of people come put forth these bad takes. This is what I think about it. It just reinforces my view of what's going on there. If you're from there and you're if you're a reasonable person, I apologize to you. Obviously, it's not all of them. It's a billion people. You can't generalize about a billion people ever. It sounded like there were some reasonable Chinese people. Yes. I think the other thing is, I'm sure the way their media portrayed this story, it's like, oh, these girls were so careless and then they didn't care about right. the pandas. I'm sure they slanted like, the story. How and then, dare these four girls put these endangered species at risk? Maybe it was important for you to deforest to that area. Maybe it's hard to it's hard to prevent poaching. Maybe, yeah, maybe, all they, these didn't, maybe, maybe they didn't even know how few they had. Yeah, at that point. yeah. Maybe you didn't really look into how few there were at that time, right? You didn't know that they reproduced in such a crappy manner. Maybe you didn't know all that. I'm not blaming you for that. But don't turn around and cast other people as a villain for endangering this endangered species that is only endangered because of you. This is a pattern with uh, any interaction that people have with China. So I was actually really perturbed by this story. They took all the precautions that seemed necessary. And what, what is this like baseless, baseless conjecture? Well, we know they have dogs and you know it's possible that they can pass a, a, a dog virus to pandas. You know that happens, right? Just because that happened one other time, like, oh, that might happen. Because they have pets. Do none of the people who work at that zoo own dogs? I oh, guarantee you that true. some of them own dogs, right? I'm sure. And, and, and also don't say that, oh, it's not warranted to have anybody touch them. or like, Why are the pandas there? The pandas are there to gain publicity for the zoo, to yeah. educate people about pandas, to remind them that, hey, pandas exist. They're cool. They're worth protecting. That's sort of the, ideally, one would say, that's sort of the purpose of the zoo, right? Yeah. Well, you don't do that by hiding them in the corner. You know how you do that? By having them take pictures with the most popular girl group on earth. That, you know, brings publicity, brings them to the front of people's minds, reminds them that, hey, this is, this is a natural resource we need to protect. I think that's worth the risk, the very minor risk that they pass some weird dog virus to them. Oh, so then it's like this kind of backfired because then since YG decided to not release that episode that has the pandas in it, they, they lost a chance of publicity there. I don't know. They lo I they mean, kind of people, ruined everybody it. knows that they went to see pandas. So that, that job is done. And in fact, more people probably know now because, um, because of this whole brouhaha. They made, made right? it a controversy. Yeah. So Bloomberg released a list of pop power rankings and they decided this with some criteria, which includes YouTube views, Spotify streams, album and concert ticket sales, 
and somehow they came with their formula they came up with blackpink being at number one and which that's fine i don't have an issue with that and they they had bts on their list too but bts is at number 10 so that Mm -hmm. is the part that doesn't make sense to me like that in relation to each other like it seems like bts should have been higher than blackpink by this criteria i mean i know blackpink is big on youtube but uh doesn't seem like they're you know, at the top of all these other categories that BTS is really strong in. So that's really odd. And there's a lot of other weird things on this list that don't make sense. So I really question this list. (laughs) So Blackpink's at number one. Number two is Pop Smoke, which I don't know who that is, but I guess he's has a lot of Spotify streams, album sales, um... I heard he's also dead, so I don't know if maybe that's why he got really popular. Perhaps. <laughs> For, a lot of people are more popular in death, like Van Gogh. <laughs> right? So. Juice World is also on, he's number five on this list, and he's also dead. So, I mean, I feel like a criteria to be on this list needs to be like having a pulse. If your list is, has a bunch of dead people on it. I would I have to see how this is compiled, because I think it focuses on streams and things like that but bts gets more streams than these people i'm almost certain of that come on yeah i don't understand how so i don't i don't i don't get it and i don't think it's just a an american bias either because blackpink is number one yeah because i was gonna say well maybe it's because spotify isn't fully in korea yet but it's like they're so global both of these groups it should that shouldn't be it shouldn't be a difference between one and ten you know, they're both um, yeah, the they're both very seems... global, so they both have streams in many streaming platforms. The list seems terrible. You're right. It doesn't make any sense. And then you have Cardi B at number three, Justin Bieber at number four. He doesn't, he even, doesn't even release music. Yeah, he hardly releases an album. He didn't. He had an album after like what is it like five or six years? Like that's right. terrible output. So how are you at the top of some kind of power ranking? What's the power? You don't have any power. And he had very poor concert ticket sales. And if that's one of the criteria, then why is he really high on the list? And also this list has no Taylor Swift. So I don't know what that's all about. That doesn't make any sense. Right. So, yeah, Bloomberg. I don't know what you guys are talking about. There's like dead people. You know, I think this this is uh, another case of uh, we've talked about this before. Um, So you're in a, a media room, a newsroom, and your editor says we need a story. What kind of story? Any kind of story. A music one. Uh, Power ranking? Of what? I don't know. Do it. Good. Friday. And then somebody has to make it. It doesn't have to be based on anything. If somebody somebody, uh, really puts their feet to the fire and says, how'd you come up with this list? They will just come up with something that fits, right? Yeah. Just somebody has to write a story about something. This list doesn't matter it does it's not you know no one's elected to an office based on this list so it doesn't have to be fair or transparent or anything like that someone just wrote a story i think that whoever created the list they just like blackpink and it's like i'm putting them at number one right i think this might be somebody's personal spotify playlist <laughs> and then they just listed it in order and just called it a, a something i really do because it, it sounds so disjointed and illogical. So, yeah. And then it's like, oh, you can say it was this six criteria, but you can like, it doesn't have to be 
that divided by six, like they could have weighed whichever one they want for higher percent in the formula. You know, you can like mess with stats all you want to get the outcome. They could have said 50% of the weight was alphabetical order or some some weird thing like that, right? (laughs) Yeah. They could have said anything. So I I, I wouldn't put any stock into this. It's like album sales. It's like, well, maybe you said, oh, the time limit is this date and this date. And it's like a time when Blackpink sold a lot and then others didn't. But I do think it's a good story to just put out there and disseminate so that people can have fan wars. Yeah. This is a good fodder for fan wars. Make some, I guess, some army incensed. (laughs) Right? Because not only are they underneath Blackpink, they're they're 10 spots beneath them. Yeah. They're underneath something called Juice World. I honestly don't even know what that is. I'm glad too. Well, BTS had one song with Juice World, if you remember. No, I don't. Please don't make me remember. (laughs) I don't want to fill my brain with that. But yeah, so BTS is at 10. Blackpink's at 1. I'm sure Blink's for having a field day with that one. Yeah, maybe. Now they love Bloomberg. Yeah. Bloomberg, by the way, is a business publication. They, They mainly talk about stocks and markets and things like that. Okay. Bloomberg is not really known for its music desk. But you'd think they'd have some a better basis for this list, though. Like, this just seemed like a really weird list. People I'm, that... I'm still... I'm still I'm, my, my bet is it, it's somebody's playlist. It doesn't add up. It sounds like a playlist to me. So KDA's new album came out November 6th, and it had, I think, five songs... And um, one of the songs was uh, I'll Show You featuring Twice, which was a pretty good song. But it seemed like that song was the most like Twice. Like all the other songs were very like Girl Crush. And then that right. one was, I guess, more right. tailored for Twice. Well, so that makes sense. And But I thought overall it was a pretty good album and some pretty good fast songs. Yeah, I didn't like it at first, but I, I grew on me. And th- yeah, that song... Uh, well, they solved the problem that we were talking about with all the members. They, they just had fewer members. Not oh, all the Twice members are on it. I see. Um, that's how they solved it. But I like it. And you know what? I'm really... I think she's really established herself as one of the better K-pop writers. Becca Boom has mm-hmm. written a lot of my favorite songs. And this is one of them. At first, I just thought, oh, it's not one of the best. But it is when you really think about it. And another thing I like about it is this is now two songs where Twice... They're, they 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 were tasked with singing a more Western style mm-hmm. music, and I think they succeeded, and it didn't feel out of place. So that's good because we know that is the uh, the uh, eventual goal of all large K-pop groups mm-hmm. to break into the West. So this is two now where they didn't seem out of place at all. So that's very good, you know. Like Becca Boom, the, the, she writes uh, you know Blackpink songs. Yeah. Right. So often with YG. if they can if they can if they can sing a, one of her songs, it it really bodes well for can they fit into this market? Because obviously, uh, Blackpink has crashed the American market spectacularly. So they have no problem. They have no problem singing this kind of music. I did always think Twice would have problems, and they did have problems. But they're sort of showing signs that you know it's not beyond them, right? And I think the secret is you don't have to sing in English. Just sing in your native language, but make the music more westernized. It doesn't have to be in English, though. I don't think that really, uh, you know, matters to anybody. So Yeah, I did notice that Blackpink's last album, they had a lot of western uh, producers and writers. Mm-hmm. 
so that's normal for them. But Twice's album, it was still they mostly work with other Korean mm-hmm. songwriters. But it sounds like they're kind of reaching out with Becca Boom, like you said. They're right. going in a little bit right. more of a direction of Western. Right. Unfortunately, this one's not a video. And I don't think it will get a video because KDA is... They made one video. That's all there's going to be, right? But, I, I mean, I like I liked the Twice song better than the other KDA songs. And that's not to say that I dislike them. I thought they were fine. But I, I definitely like the Twice song the most on that album. So I, I wish it had been... Uh, the one they made a video for right but but this is good that it'll get promoted to you know all the the gamer audience right. and get a lot of like exposure well, for twice unfortunately they didn't put more champs in there because I, I i still don't play any of these champs so it doesn't do much for me i don't play any of these champs would you say um kda i thought the style was it was girl crush but like more girl crush than others you know other than what their previous no than other k-pop groups trying to do girl crush like these girls look like tougher yeah i think so I well i mean well, well they're they're animated so like i said animated they have the flexibility to look however they want to look and keep in mind it has such a western influence so it will naturally tend in that direction i like the um the more video as well it had a lot of good dancing even though it's a pretty simple video it was just filmed in dance studios mm. it looks like but they had a lot of good choreography and I, but it's hard for me to tell who is who though because i was like oh they, this person's a dancer no wait this person's a singer like i don't know who's who but it was still a yeah you couldn't tell because you don't play <laughs> that's the one the one that had the real people in it is what i'm talking about the real people yeah the more video so speaking of twice there's been some dating news that's come up Gio and Kang Daniel have broken up. We have no idea how long ago, but on November 10th, Dispatch reported this news. And they said the two broke up after being unable to meet often due to their busy schedules. And they just decided to focus on their work again. It's like, is that really the reason? It's like, I'm sure they just were like, met other people or something. You know, it's like, oh, we're too busy. It's like, oh, okay. Of course, that's not the reason. They've been focusing on work all this time. Yeah, they're, people are always working. Everybody has a job. Everybody's busy. That's just a thing to say. I guess, you know, if people just lose interest in each other. That's okay. You can just admit that. It doesn't need to be like well, I don't even know some that that's, complicated reason. We don't know that that's what it is either. Yeah. I mean, is their business what it was? But I can I, almost assure you it's not work related. Who knows what the reason is? It could be something that they don't want to say, but I think maybe they just said to dispatch, like, "Yeah, uh, we were busy, and that's why we yeah, broke that's the up." Yeah, thing to say. Just to give like some kind of neutral reason and not blame any one person, so that nobody becomes a target of you know some sure. angry fans. You know, so no one takes the blame for anything. You can just say, "Well, our schedules are full, so that's that's what happened." Right. And. Yeah, so I mean, it's just a thing to say. Well, they don't they don't owe people an explanation either. They don't even have to tell people that they're broken up. Yeah. But, you know, well, the, they want to say then they can say. I think they just didn't want fans to go crazy on either person, and so they just said, "Yes, yeah. it's a mutual thing and we ended it." Well, I mean, they're two young people. This will relationships don't always last. There's nothing weird about it. I'm glad that they did it that way actually because in the West, when people break up, it's like so annoying. It's like some 
they post on Instagram some like dramatic photo and caption. It's like, well, we decided to go our separate ways. We'll always have love for each other and this and that. It's like a very fake thing. And it's Mm -hmm. like, this is at least they're just saying, yeah, we broke up and that's Mm -hmm. that. It's a short statement. And the company said it, right? Yeah. And not even them. They don't feel like they need to speak on it, which they don't. They shouldn't have to. They like, don't. Yeah. It's the, their personal business. In the West, it's just so fake. Everybody always has to give a breakup Instagram statement and, you know, Instagram-ish photo that perfectly illustrates, you know, whatever emotion they're trying to convey. It's like, it's just, okay. Garbage. We didn't need to know all that, but that's fine. Oh. And then otherwise, um, there's been some discussion about Young. People think she's dating this tattoo artist that she's been seen with out and about. Um, a guy named Chin Hwasa, who is nine years older than her, and when asked about this, JYP Entertainment responded with a statement, we do not have any special official stance. <laughs> Again, there's no need to even, they don't have to comment on this. They're past their dating ban, number one, right? So they're not even breaking company rules. What, uh, do, what do you think their statement means? Do you think JYP is just like, I don't know, or I don't care, or... I don't care. I think their <laughs> stance is, I don't care. Like, I have no idea. Right, I don't <laughs> care. Stop, you know, stop asking us about this stuff. It's, I guess it's like saying no comment. Yeah, that's essentially what it's, it's like. It's the private business of the, their employee, but that's exactly what it is, right? The private business of their employee, right? It's their personal life. But when it was Gio and Kang Daniel, when they first started dating, it seemed like they had announcements. They were like, yes, we are confirming that. Or uh, yeah. Momo and Heechul, at not right away, but, you know, later on, they were just like... Well, first of all, well, maybe, the, number one, they're not dating, right? Yeah. But number two, the reason why they ha- maybe felt the need to comment is because those are other uh, uh, celebrities. So they have other companies that they have to deal with. Right. The, the, in this situation, it's just a guy. If you're just dealing with a guy, then that's your business. That has nothing to do with our relationship with another company at all. Right. Like, JYP doesn't want to put him all on blast, like, yep, she's dating this guy. Right. So they have to coordinate whatever they're going to say. Um, I think it's good. It's a good sign. I think it may indicate some relaxing of people's hang up over dating. No, I, I think that's going too far. I think, I think especially in Korea, people are still, they still have that hang up. But you don't think that ho- maybe it's relaxing. Maybe JYP didn't want to bring more attention to it because the guy is nine years older do you think there's like an issue with that like fans i don't think there's any issue with fans wouldn't like that no i don't think nine years older is really even that that much older is that a big is that a big deal it's a big deal if the girl is 15 how old is she she's 20 right uh yeah something like that early 20s well it doesn't seem like a big deal to me because it's like these articles they made it a point to say he's in his 30s or he's well, nine I think years in Korea, older don't they always mention age um yeah i guess isn't so. he chul old, a lot older he, he chul's older than that isn't he isn't he 30 something yeah he, he's i think he was 36 or something so that age difference is far greater right isn't he like 15 years older oh i don't know how old momo is she can't be older than like 23 right right yeah so i don't know uh, nine years is no big deal at all i think the average couple the, the male is older by like three or five years right so what is what is the big deal i don't think that's a big deal the evidence that people are saying that they're dating is like well they were seen out at a grocery store together 
and on a trip to Paris. And mm. also he, since he's a tattoo artist, he's drawn pictures that where someone looks like her, like he's drawn her and she has a bunch of tattoos. We know that. Mm-hmm. And maybe he did them. Um, so that would make sense of he's a tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I don't know if, no, like none of that is tons of evidence, but it does seem like a lot of signs yeah, she does have a lot of tattoos and he has a tattoo artist. So if you're a couple, it's like, yeah, well, why not get some tattoos? She's you know? dating a tattoo artist. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Good for her. Or you don't think it's because they don't want to admit anything because tattoo artist's not a good thing and they don't want to say that oh, she's dating him. I didn't even think about him. that angle. No, I didn't even think about that angle. Because you know how they still don't accept tattoos that much. Right. It's not like here. Um, yeah. I didn't even think about that angle, though. Maybe. Good for her, though. And I hope that this indicates that people are relaxing how uptight they are about dating. You're, you're, we've been through this before. Your favorite artists, they date. Okay? Just get over it. You know? I'm surprised that they, they've been seen out together. It seems like the idols really try to avoid that. They went to the grocery store, in fairness to them. What do you mean by seen out? <laughs> They weren't like making out at a club. It was just like they were at the no. grocery store. I've been to the grocery store with many different people. I'm not dating all of them. So I, that's not, even that is not evidence of anything alone, correct? Mm-hmm. Stand alone, that's not evidence of anything. So. Oh, and the other thing is, I know um, a lot of female onces, they're like, it, when people say, oh, there's members in Twice that are LGBT, they always say Young is the one of them. It's oh. like, are they upset that she's not going to be one of them? Oh, that's a stupid self. Well, I don't thing. know that they are, but I was just thinking like, well, she's been seen dating a man now. It's like, now what? Well. <laughs> it must be disappointing for those people that were shipping her. I never thought she was LGBT anyway. I didn't so. assume one way or the other. Don't invest anything in somebody else's sexual preferences, okay? Right. It's not. It's, first of all, it's not your business. Second of all, you have no control. None of the fans really know her. so this Yeah, it's a person like, you don't know just it's her life just you know her personal life is her personal life also i didn't i didn't know that they thought it was her just because she's kind of like looks like a tomboy or something i thought they, they like uh people thought it was sana because she has like a two. lot of like gay sort of like lesbian it's all an act i think you know just sort of there to feed into what the fans like to see but yeah i guess those two right that's who they people think but I, I don't even see it with either one so i don't know where that comes from I don't either, but you know what? I also never even spent a lot of time speculating on the matter because it uh, it doesn't matter <laughs> as far as uh, my consumption of the, the product that is twice. So with the new group, ESPA, that SM is debuting, one of the issues that came up is since there's virtual members, will they be protected from people creating deep fakes out there? Because just with technology the way it is, someone... Might be able to program something that looks exactly like them or very similar and then use it for nefarious purposes like creating like anime pornography or something like that. And so then that would ruin the image of ESPA if that were to get out. And so netizens are kind of wondering like how do you prevent that from happening? And I don't know how you would do that because who knows what people can code or animate on their own well first of all yes there's defects of everything and especially this animated thing there's animated porn of everything 
it, everybody has done everything to everything. So the idea that you're going to prevent any of it is wrong. It's, it's out there. It's going to happen. Now, does this ruin their image or whatever? Well, if that's the case, then everything's image is ruined because it's been done to everything. But that's the kind you of thing... You just have to go on Reddit. You'll find everything. But if someone were to do that, then couldn't it be taken down right away because you could l- no. have a lawsuit or something? It's like, hey, you can't use their images like that. We're going to get that it's taken down right mm-hmm. away. No, it's very difficult. It's it's very difficult. And it's sort of like a whack-a-mole. It's just... There's, it's just you can you can try to litigate it away, but just so many things are going to pop up. Is it kind of like piracy? Yeah, it's futile. But at the same time, I don't think it will impact anything because people know it's fake. People know it's not put out by the company, right? There's It's pornography. Obviously, SM is not in the business of pornography. So if they put out a deep fake, in this case, I'm not even sure it qualifies as a deep fake because it's a digital representation. And if people, you don't, I don't think you, can own a digital likeness i'm not sure this is a legal issue right and it enters new legal ground like can you own a digital likeness mm-hmm. i know that people can own their own likeness like if i if i put your face on a deep fake porn scene then you have legal grounds to take it down or sue me in certain cases etc etc because it's obviously you but in the case of um an animation which is what this is how similar does it have to be to be an infringement of any sort? Mm-hmm. Right? That's a that's a pretty tricky question. And I don't think it impacts the the IP, the, the, the label, the reputation of the group or anything like that because this is happening to everybody. You know, it's on people to understand that what they're seeing is fake, which I think most people do. A better, more interesting question, which is a bigger question, which we won't touch upon here, this is not the place for it. It's too small a place. Is when people use deep fakes for certain more nefarious purposes, like showing you breaking the law or something more believable, right? Oh, and then and then uh-huh. people do believe that because it's not so far from the truth, but it's still damaging. So you're like framed for doing something. Yeah, and it, well, I see you on video doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Is that your face? Yes, it's my face, but this is fake. It's like, wait, I didn't rob that bank. Right. Well, I, I mean, bank robbery would be outlandish like porn but think of something damaging but within the realm of possibility right i think from this article it seemed like people are worried that okay there's a virtual version of the real person and then if the virtual one is in some kind of animated sex tape that that's super embarrassing or making a victim of the real person Mm -hmm. because it's their likeness so i think it's just people are very sensitive to ruining the image of right well, I don't. I don't know that victim is the right word. It, it may be infringing on your likeness rights. In which case, I guess you could say you're a victim. But I read the article. It seems more like they're phrasing it like you're a victim of sexual abuse or something, which seems like a real stretch. People are just making a deep fake of your likeness, and I don't think that makes you a victim of any kind of sexual abuse. They had some quotes from lawyers. It's like they were yeah. really asking. Well, but it's like, oh, the lawyers are like, you can't really prosecute a sex crime for that. No, it uh, has no, to be. Yeah. Like you said, the, like, the digital likeness was stolen, right. basically. So you may have some legal recourse in that regard, but it's not going to be a sex crime or anything like that. But it is more likely to happen. I will grant them this. It is more likely to happen because they have a digital version of themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's easier to put a digital likeness animated likeness into something anything you want 
because you can just sort of animate that. I believe it's a little more difficult to put a, a, a person's face into something, right? Because you have to have one video and their face and then put them together. Whereas if you want to put Espa in, a, let's say, a pornographic scene or something like that, you just have to draw it yourself. That's easy. Any, any person with artistic skill can just draw them in any pose or scene that they want. That, that's, that's easy as hell. You, you could look at any, any famous animated character out there. If you just search that character's name and put, add the word porn to it, you'll see a bunch of pictures where people just drew themselves that character in uh, pornography. And they are more open to that because all members have an animated version of themselves now. So there's that. But at the same time, their animated version, it's going to be more difficult to show that this is that person, right? For other animated characters, the way they do it is animated characters usually have some defining features. They always wear the same thing or have the same hair or the same glasses or something like that. So Mm -hmm. they they just put those things on you and then put you in any scene they want. And it's like, oh, uh, here's... Homer Simpson in something. Here's Marge Simpson. Here's Snow White or something. But they have the clothing or whatever that right. identifies them. Their typical clothing. Right. And that's how they sort of put other animated characters in anything. They just draw out those hallmarks, right? But uh, with Espa, I don't think they will have that because they're going to wear different clothes all the time. And their facial features won't be remarkable and unique enough to just tell by that. Yeah. So actually, it probably will be difficult to do that to them. So I don't know what they're worried about. I don't know who wrote this article or why they're this concerned about it. It's an interesting legal question, I guess, but kind of an academic one. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, this one article was like really long. Someone is very worried about this issue, whoever wrote about it. Thank you to our guest, Morgan. You can find BTS Happy Hour on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, CastBox, Deezer, Listen Notes, and iHeartRadio. New episodes weekly. To support the podcast, please comment and share on social media, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, or give us a rating on your podcast app. Follow BTS Happy Hour on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Until next time, this has been the BTS Happy Hour. Thanks for listening, and remember, make every hour a happy one. <laughs>